Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. I loved the hustle until I didn't, until I realized the effect that that was playing in the relationships in my own home and with myself. Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, we'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome, and thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Okay, so before we get into the topic for today, which... We're talking about life on autopilot today. We're talking about running on the hamster wheel of life and just living on repeat day to day. So before we get into that, I just want to talk for a second about, for those of you who have listened from the beginning, especially, we haven't had a break in our episodes since we started and i think we're we're inching close to a year now that we started this podcast and it started as the brave hearted podcast and then transferred over to the corner cast with an emphasis on you know motherhood and parenting and i'm just going to be really raw and honest with you guys sometimes we make choices because we feel like it's what we're supposed to do rather than listening to what we want to do and what we feel is right. And in the nine years that I've been coaching, I've traveled down a lot of different paths and I've made a lot of different choices. And I wouldn't say any of them are the wrong choice just because I believe every choice is right because there's something for us to learn there. But when I committed to making this switch... What my thought was is, you know, reaching the women who I talk to regularly. And what I realized in making this switch is I've actually excluded a big portion of the women that I talk to. And I say this because probably half or more of my clients actually are not mothers. And I've just found that. It's not fair to women who don't have children to not be able to get value from what I teach and what my purpose is. So all of that being said, when you make a choice and you choose a path, you know, you have to own that. And so I had to really sit down and think about 
what do I want? Where am I going? And how can I make the highest impact? So with that, it required me taking a pause, which is why there hasn't been a podcast in a few weeks. And you may have noticed the new intro here. So I don't think it's possible for me to talk, not talk about motherhood and parenting and funny things that my toddlers do because that's still who I am as a person. And I'm always going to be authentically myself no matter what the subject is that we're talking about. But I also recognize that I should have listened to myself instead of listening to what I thought somebody else would want me to do. And we've all been in that place where we just didn't want to disappoint somebody. We've been, you know, desperate for answers or, you know, just kind of in the place to where it's like, okay, I'll just do whatever because maybe this seems right right now. So I share that with you because I always share the truth with you. And I want you to have a better understanding of this shift. And I think that just like what I'm going through with restructuring my one-on-one coaching program, I'm in a place now to where I really recognize who I am and what's most important to me and the impact that I want to make. And because of that, I think that I'm finally in the space to where I can bring the highest value here and to my clients and with everything that I do. So I want to say thank you for listening through these transitions. I want to say, you know, welcome if you're new here and let's do this. Let's, you know, we're going to talk about all the things that are important to us busy women because you know, I feel you. So today getting into our topic of the day, we're talking about living on autopilot and The more women that I talk to, professional women specifically, the more that I realize that our days or their days, myself included, have or do currently look like wake up, you know, whatever, shuffle around your morning, trying to get everything ready for the day, work, be so exhausted from work and serving everybody around you get home, basically go into a shutdown, which usually looks like, you know, the mindlessly scrolling or, um, you know, just turning on the TV, not really paying attention, just something to basically, we're searching for a brain break to just shut off. And then you go to bed, usually too late. (laughs) And then you wake up and you repeat. So that's kind of what we're talking about is living in that cycle. And that's what it is. It's, you know, Groundhog's Day to where you wake up and you just go through that every single day. And then it's like, okay, maybe you get a break on the weekends. And maybe you're so drained from your week that you you can't do anything that you actually wanted to do on the weekend because you just want to sleep the whole time. <laughs> or you know, you just want to, again, have that brain break in the, in the shutdown. And that turns into days of doing that. So that is what autopilot looks like. There's 
a lack of intention in our days. And there is most definitely a disconnect with who we are. So there's layers of how this happens with us ending up in this place. What happens is there's the layer of us being individuals, right? And so what plays a role here is our experiences, you know, maybe outside pressures, pressure on ourselves to succeed, to, you know, climb a ladder, whatever it may be. So we have that working for us, right? So we have that layer to where it's like, okay, we have us and our responsibilities in our job. And then we have a partner. And then we start taking care of our partner. And then maybe there's children one child, two child, multiple children. And with each layer, you're adding more responsibility to your plate. And with each layer, it becomes easier to disregard yourself. So that's why I'm always talking about prioritizing yourself and getting in things like movement and eating well and getting good sleep because these are the first things to go and they are the most simple pillars for you to have in your life to to feel good, honestly. So (laughs) one of my clients that I've worked with is in um, a very busy job. Her schedule is very full and she also has two children. And when she came to me, there was no, she couldn't see anything outside of that. And that's what autopilot is. There's no clarity on, you know, how can I do something different? Because my schedule is what it is. I have to take care of my kids. I have to take care of, you know, my house. I have to show up for work. So not having not seeing any way that things could be different is basically what autopilot is. And so when she came to me, I first reassured her. And this is important to recognize that if you're thinking about getting guidance or help for being kind of stuck in this forever mode of you know taking care of everybody else and losing the things for yourself and losing yourself in the process, When you get guidance, it should not be something that is added to your already full plate. When you get guidance, it should be a relief. Your conversations should be like, oh my gosh, okay. Like that's attainable. That's a small shift that I can make that's going to make a big difference. Things like that. It shouldn't be something... When we think about change, we think about it like, well, I can't change right now because I have too much stuff to do. And the truth is, is what change actually requires is a lot less than what we think. But until we put ourselves in the position to be ready for that change, we sit in this autopilot mode. So she came to me, she's working this job, her schedule's full, she's got two kids, impossible to see how can I do anything differently. And we work together and are still working together on, again, making these small shifts to where it's things like her um, shutting her door when she's in her office so she stops getting interrupted so she can get through her to-do list. 
revamping her schedule to where it's more prioritized and also letting go of the pressure she was putting on herself to finish every single thing in a single day. So I'm talking about bringing work home with you, working on the weekends, constantly thinking about work when you're not working. These are things that are pulling your energy away from the things that you really need to be doing. So if you're in this place and you're stuck in this place to where it's like, I can't make a change because change requires work and I don't have space for more work. That's our thought. I'm here to tell you that the right guidance doesn't feel like work. So let go of that thought. And I want to tell you, like, why do we end up on autopilot? Because we know when we're in it, right? Because it, it's, you know, it's burnout, it's overwhelm. It's just like, again, repeat with no intentions. And it happens simply because there's too much output and not enough input. If we were to sit down and look at your schedule and put everything, give everything a score, right? So you're looking at work. It's like, hopefully you're getting fulfillment from your work. So it should be an input and an output, just like children. A lot of output, but also a lot of input, right? There's fulfillment there. And so if you look at each thing and you were to give it a score of like, okay, it requires this much input and this much output, and then you totaled everything up, would your scores be even? Would you see that within your days over the course of a week or a month or whatever, that it averages out? Most of the time, the answer is no. And when there's constant output and then not enough input, we're essentially just running on an empty tank. Like one of my clients put it really well when we were talking about the feeling of what this is. And it's like, you know, those external battery chargers? It's like you're constantly plugged into that, right? So you don't even, you start your day already like half depleted. And so you know you're going to have to plug into the external and you're just living off the external. But what happens when there's no external battery? At a certain point, when there is consistent, regular output and more output than there is input, you're going to shut down. You're going to start doing exactly what you think failing looks like. You're going to be in meetings with clients and not be present. You're going to show up at your job and not be able to build relationships or support the people around you because you're just showing up and that's all the effort that you can do. So that's why it happens. That's how it happens. Too much output, not enough input. And I think this is, you know, very, very common. And I think the the hardest part about this is it's kind of normalized especially when it comes to those layers of things. It's just like, well, this is the life that I chose, right? I've been in that place to where it was like, okay, I'm working. I have Cameron, one kid. 
Okay. And then I have Brooklyn, two kids. My business is growing this entire time. So it's more work coupled by parenting and then parenting times two. And so it's easy to get in that mode of almost like a victim mentality to where it's like, well, I chose this. So this is just what it is. You know, all of the, all of the memes about, you know, the mommy wine time and it's, normalized and accepted for us to just shut down and not be able to have any intention, not be able to have or set any goals for ourselves because we're just trying to get through the day, right? Like that's, we're all going to have days in which the goal is get to get through the day. That is fine. But if that is your every single day to just make it to the end of the day, you have to really pull yourself back and think, is that the way you want to live? Do you want to wake up every morning and be like, here we go again. Let's get just working to get back in bed tonight. That's miserable, but it's accepted Because it's like so many of us have been in that or are in that, that it's just easier to be like, well, this is just the way that it is. Oh, it's just right now because my kids are little. Or, you know, I'll get a vacation from work one day. So then we just accept it. And then we just allow that to be our lives. And I think that in my own journey, getting to that place and having the layers upon layers to where it was like, well, this is just what it is. You know, this is the life that I chose for myself. I'm working and I'm, I'm working more and now I have two kids and it's a lot. And it's just like, that's what my life is. And yes, I did choose that. Neither of my kids were accidents. So even though I chose that, it doesn't mean that I just lay down and say, well, I'm just not going to grow my business anymore than where it is. I'm not going to try to set any personal goals because that's going to be too hard. But that's where we get to. So there's this up and down cycle of just like hustling to where we're just like pulling every bit of juice from that external battery because we know there's nothing left in us, but it's going to run out. And the only way that it doesn't is we have to stop starting our days at 25% battery. What do you need to start your days with a full battery? That's what you need to do. How do you know if you're in this mode? And I've mentioned some of this already, but one of the things is getting to the end of your day and feeling like you've got nothing done. You're like, I'm exhausted. I've run around like a chicken with my head cut off and I didn't do anything I wanted to do. That's one way you know you're in it. You also bury yourself in those distractions. The mindless scrolling on social media, the staying up too late watching 14 episodes of a show that you 
really aren't that invested in just because you want something in front of your face that's not work. And then really not setting or accomplishing any of the goals that you have for yourself. I found that a lot of women are, if they are setting goals, it's not personal goals. I found that a lot of women are setting career goals and not setting personal goals. It's like, well, I know I'm going to show up for work every day. So that way I can keep working for this promotion. Or I can keep working to whatever the next step is. But what am I going to do? Set a goal to run a 5K? I don't have time to train for that. So it's like we stop ourselves before we even try. Because we don't have the mental space to think about how that would actually happen. And truthfully, when we're talking about this this autopilot Groundhog's Day life, I think that what's really important is to recognize that if you don't do something about it, there's going to be severe consequences. And I sound like such a parent saying that. It's like trying to explain to Cameron regularly when he does things that are unacceptable or inappropriate, there's consequences. <laughs> and he's like, I know. I'm like, okay, maybe stop doing it then. <laughs> but if we don't do something, And if we just choose to lay down and allow this to be our life, the result of that is there's a complete shutdown. This is that feeling of wanting to live under your covers. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to work. You don't want to do anything for yourself. Some may also call this depression because that's an easy this lifestyle is a very easy slope and anxiety and depression they come from living a life like this i don't think i've ever had a client who didn't struggle with anxiety if you don't do something about this you have no, there's no way for you to practice any sort of self-care. And when you don't practice self-care, you end up in that complete shutdown. And when you're completely shut down, you can't serve anybody around you because you're barely alive. And I'm not saying that in a joking way. And I'm not saying that to, to create fear. I'm just saying it because that's the truth. And I'm saying it from working with women who are on the edge of something more serious. We have to take this seriously. We have to realize that this is not a way to live. It will manifest in your relationships, in your ability to communicate. It will manifest in your job. 
and your ability to be successful. We think that if we hustle and grind and just claw our way, we can go, we can get to the top. And that might work temporarily, but what got you to where you are is not going to get you any further because you're not going to have enough to give. You probably started that hustle with 100% battery so you can give it your all. I've been there even with coaching. I loved the hustle until I didn't. Until I realized the effect that that was playing in the relationships in my own home and with myself. So it will show up in your relationships if it hasn't already. It will show up in your work if it hasn't already. All the things that we're hustling, trying to make sure that they stay together will fall apart. And last and most importantly, your health, mental and physical. Anxiety, depression, not to mention, are we eating well and moving our bodies when we're in this state? No, that's the last thing we want to do. We don't have time for that. So then we're talking about affecting our physical health. If we don't move, we don't eat well, what kind of health risks are we putting ourselves in? It's real. So you don't have to live there. And I want to tell you guys basically, okay. I'm in this, right? I'm in this. I'm living on autopilot. I'm exactly what you're saying. What do I do? Right? First, you need to revamp your schedule. If you don't have my time management toolkit, please get it. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's free. And it's seriously such a small shift that can be life-changing for you. You make your own calendar. You make your own schedule. Making your own schedule allows you to start saying no to things. And boundaries is a whole nother topic. But revamping your schedule, taking some things off of your plate. You need to create routine too. When you want to shut down at night, choose something different. Choose something that gives you fulfillment so you can get some more input. Read a book, have a skincare routine. Five minutes. Give yourself that. Morning and night routines are life-changing. Along with this, you need to remove distractions. This can be people, places, or things. If there are people, use the input-output scale. If there's a relationship in your life that requires constant input, and you're not getting anything back, that is not a relationship you need to be involved in. If you notice that you're not getting something done because you're stuck, buried in your phone, put your phone in a drawer. Put it on the charger and walk away from it. Make it easier for yourself by removing the things that are pulling from you and not giving back. When you make these shifts, you can do these last couple of things that are very important to get out of this cycle. And that is getting more sleep. I need you guys to stop staying up till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock and watching TV. 
I get it. We all have different schedules. You guys don't have to get up at 5 a.m. like me, but maybe some of you need to. Maybe some of you, that's the only time that you can get movement in. I don't like getting up at 5 a.m. I promise you that whenever my alarm goes off, I'm not like, great, here we go. Can't wait. Let's do it. Hashtag motivation. It's not happening. But I'm getting up because I know the importance of the movement and my morning routine. And I know what that rolls into. But in order for me to get up that early, that means I go to bed early. And that means I rarely watch TV. That is a very easy sacrifice for me. Because if we pull this back to something bigger, right? For us, it's like, okay, it's entertainment. I like this show. Great. Watch it on the weekend. Watch it when you don't need to get up early. But if watching TV is pulling you away from being able to get up early, therefore preventing you from being able to move your body, therefore continuing to help the cycle of autopilot, therefore putting your health at risk, let me ask you how important that TV show is when you change your perspective that way. You have to sleep. Your brain needs it. Your battery charger needs it. And then the last thing is moving your body. I don't care how you move. I don't care how long you move. I don't care where you start, but you have to move your body. You have to move. It is so important for your mental and your physical health. Movement has to stop being seen as an option. So again, five things you can do to break this cycle, revamp your schedule, create routines, remove distractions, get more sleep, move your body. Simple shifts, start small. All of these things will pull something off of your plate eventually. may not seem like that at first, but you're worth that investment, okay? So I hope that for all of my autopilot Groundhog's Day women, that this is helpful. And if you guys have more questions, please reach out to me. I would absolutely love if you would just screenshot this, post it, and then tag me on Instagram so I know that you're listening. And if you have more questions, again, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And I will talk to you guys next week. I see you, I hear you, and I am with you. So one of the most common questions I get is about self-care. And specifically within that, about creating routine. And so I want to give you guys one of my favorite products that I use and my morning and night routine. Whenever you're creating a morning or a night routine, it can sometimes feel like work. And so my best tip for creating some sort of routine is always gonna be starting with something small. 
And that's how I started using Tula skincare. And it fell so easily into a routine. Because honestly, you can simply start with washing your face and using a moisturizer. It doesn't have to be some big, fancy, long process. But what I did notice is, number one, my skin got better. Number two, I started to feel better. Just having that added to my routine, it's just a really small piece of self-care. And honestly, morning and night, I spend less than five minutes doing it. So if you've ever looked at Tula, I love Tula for a lot of reasons. And honestly, I use all of their products. But if you want to try Tula, hop on there and start your hashtag self-care routine without it taking any significant amount of time in your day. But it really does make a difference. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.